When it comes to education, Dr. Carolyn Dumaresk has possibly done it all. Math teacher, physics teacher, principal, superintendent, union executive director, and even secretary of education in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Well, now she's hoping to establish a charter school in the city of Harrisburg. I really enjoyed getting to know Dr. Dumaresk, and I hope you enjoy our conversation, too. Welcome to Brews and Views. I'm Matt Briette, president of Commonwealth Partners Chamber of Entrepreneurs. I am at the Greystone Public House uh, in uh, Harrisburg. Uh, I guess it's Harrisburg still, uh, the mailing address. The mailing address. It's yeah. Central Dolphin School District. That's right. Central <laughs> Do- which you know very well, know, and, yes. and we will uh, we will talk <laughs> about that. That's how I relate. What the school district <clears throat> am I in? <laughs> yes, uh, and, I'm, and I'm here with uh, Dr. Carolyn Dumaresk. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were challenging one another on the pronunciations of our, our last names. Yes. Uh, I think yours is a bit easier than yes. mine, but yes. um, it's because we just ignore a bunch of letters in Briette. But uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on uh, uh, it's a with me. Thank yeah. You. Well, uh, I know we've got a lot of things uh, in common mm-hmm. uh, in, in our love for education. Yes. Uh, and you've got a, a, an incredible background when it comes to education. You've done it all, right? I mean, uh, it seems I, that yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you don't get away even when you retire, right? No, uh, no you don't really ever retire. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so I want to talk about that, but uh, mm-hmm. let's let's kind of little start from the beginning. Well, sure. some teasers. I mean, you've served yeah. as Secretary of Education. Yes. Uh, you've been the Executive Director at the PSEA, one of the largest teacher unions in the country, uh, one of the state affiliates. Uh, You were a math and physics. I mean, all these things, principal, um, kind of, again, there hasn't... You're making me tired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. Uh, You know, I was just a teacher, right? Not just a teacher. That's important. That's where you start. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Uh, But I didn't want to be a fireman, I think, like you became, right? Right. In fact, that's what people say, Matt, why don't you, uh, you know, become a principal? I said, Uh, I like teaching. I don't want to be a fireman, uh, you know, (laughs) run around putting fires out all the time. You don't want to be a superintendent and be calling the snow days because you're never right. (laughs) That's right, right. You're going to, you know, tick off half of uh, the (laughs) parents and the other parents. Yeah. So, well, Carolyn, tell us about uh, Mm -hmm. where you grew up uh, Mm -hmm. and then um, how you got so involved in education. Okay. I grew up outside of Philadelphia, um, originally from the Bryn Mawr area, and then ultimately my parents built a home in Golf Mills, so I went from the Lower Marion School District <laughs> to Upper Marion School District. Um, I graduated from there and uh, went down to Hood College, came back uh, for my master's at Villanova, and then my doctorate at University of Pennsylvania, so pretty much down outside of Philadelphia. Um, was a teacher at yeah, Upper Yeah, so, so you got your uh, doctorate. Did you, w- were you teaching before that, or did oh, you yes. go all the way through school? No, no, no. Okay. No, my father said, you have, we put you through four years. You earn your money now. Can you <laughs> go get a job. Go get a yeah, job, yeah. right. No, I came, when I graduated from Hood, I came with a, a math teaching degree and started teaching at Upper Darby, and then uh, was at the same time getting my, my master's at Villanova, and then got that, and then went to the University of Pennsylvania. And so I was working. In fact, I didn't finish my doctorate until after I left my employment down in the Philadelphia area and came for my first tour of duty at the Department of Ed. And that's where I um, finished my doctorate from there. So were you thinking, uh, I, I don't want to be in the classroom forever, I'd like to get in administration, or d- how did yeah. that evolve? I think um, it, it evolved because when you're a teacher and uh, you, you can have good principles and you can yeah. have not so good principles, right. yeah. and sometimes you'd, you'd look up and you'd think, I could do it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could really do it better. And so uh, I don't know that I ever had this career path that I thought, this is next, this is next. It usually was a job came open, sounded interesting, and I thought, hmm, let me try that. 
And so that was really more the career path from teacher um, to principal to superintendent, you know, um, and, and interrupted by the Department of Education a few times. Yeah, so, so the first time that you get called to the Department of Education, yes. that's under Governor Shap. Shap, so a Democratic governor. Yes, yes. Uh, you're down in, in uh, the southeast, southeast part of the yes, state, yep. and uh, they bring you up to Harrisburg. Yes, uh, and I and took that train from <laughs> Paoli Local at uh, 545 every morning. <laughs> you thought you were going to, uh, to the far west, <laughs> right? Yes, you'd, you'd come up an hour and 45 minutes on the train and put your day in and leave on the 530 train going back home. Then finally, um, I met my husband. He says the reason I married him is so I could get off the train, <laughs> but not true. <laughs> you know? And how long did you do that? Uh, I did that for about four years. Uh-huh. And then uh, you had a change in administration, yes. right? Yes, and uh, that Thornburg uh, was elected, and uh, Bob Scanlon came in as Secretary of Education and asked me to stay. So I stayed for the first four years of Thornburg's administration. And what was your focus uh, at the department? Uh, what what were you responsible for? Pretty much uh, two major issues. One was the uh, professional associations, uh, networking with uh, PASA, the superintendents group, school business officials, school boards association, the two teacher unions, uh, PFT and PSEA, working with, with those groups groups to try to communicate the department's um, interest in moving in different initiatives and what their needs and interests were, um, trying to carry the message. Then also, which was an odd combination, but because of my background, um, I also had personnel. I had the personnel department, which was interesting back then since it all, the higher ed, the PASHI system was yeah. part of the department. So you had kind of that basic ed higher ed combination in, in the personnel area. And you had you were negotiating with uh, APSCUF, APSCUF, so right, uh, the, yeah. the faculty union and yes, all of our... Yes, Okay, and, and I guess, what did that work? I mean, did you think that that worked well? Um, I, I think it worked well. Um, obviously, um, the folks in the higher ed system wanted to be, firstly wanted to be independent of the Department of Ed. Right? Who doesn't, <laughs> And so um, while while they were still part of that, uh, Bob Wilburn, who was then um, in, in the Corbett, or excuse me, <laughs> You're my, jumping ahead, ahead here, myself. yes. And the Thornburg administration worked to remove um, the higher ed system from and set up um, the um, Apache system. And that happened while I was there. So uh, you spend that time in the Department of Ed, mm -hmm. uh, and that's not necessarily a, a career, a place that you no. end your career. No. Uh, you didn't. Uh, no. where, where did you go from uh, that time Department in the Thornburg? Yeah. I went to Steelton High Spire as the oh. superintendent mm -hmm. and a small school district outside of Harrisburg, about 1,200 students. Um, and that was interesting because you, at, when you're in a small school district, you do everything. You know, you do the bus transportations, yep. you know, all two buses that we right. had. <laughs> you, you do the transportation routes. Sometimes you, drive them. Is well, yeah. I tried that once. It didn't work well. <laughs> so, no, they never asked me to drive the bus again. Um, but they, um, you do that. You do the federal programs, the special ed. So you, you know um, of all mm -hmm. the different roles uh, that, uh, that a school district, public school district has. And a, and a little different than the, the southeast the school districts you were in. Yes, quite a bit quite different. Quite a bit yeah. different, yes. Very poor, um, multiracial. Uh, mm -hmm. um, and as I had come from a pretty uh, white background back in the, in the school district I was in, I mean, in Upper Darby, Greek was the minority, Yeah, <laughs> the Greek yeah, students. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, that was different, and but certainly an education and something I needed. Uh, now, I know that along the way, you had a biological daughter and then yes. adopted uh, two, two, daughters two daughters as well. Uh, which lived up, up the street from us in, in Harrisburg. We lived on 2nd Street in Harrisburg. So, yep, I have three daughters. 
one I had the hard way, and uh -huh. the other two <laughs> just let somebody came to else me. deal let with somebody that. Let somebody else yes. deal with that. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so you end up at uh, um, Steelton, uh, Steelton for a bit, yeah. and uh, eight then, nine years, yes. And then what? Uh, what took you Central away from Dauphin, there? Central uh, Dauphin mm -hmm. superintendency opened. Dick Brothers retired from uh, Central Dauphin. Um, and just for our listeners, this is all in Dauphin County, all so Dauphin it's County. Uh, surrounding yeah. our state in capital. In fact, yeah. our um, the borders, Steel High borders, uh, part of Central Dauphin School District, right? Um, in and Hot Oberlin and Bressler areas. Um, so uh, that opened up uh, very different. Ten thousand students uh, mm -hmm. instead of two schools. There were fourteen elementaries, three junior highs, two high schools, two high schools and the vocational yeah. Dauphin vocational schools sat in in Central Dauphin. So. Um, that, yeah, that was quite, but the, I think the, um, the training that I got at Steel High where you knew what special ed programs were about because you had to write the proposals, you had to do the supervision, you did the IEP processing, and then you did also the business areas and you also um, knew federal programs. Uh, when I got to Central Dauphin, while I didn't do it, I knew what the people who were doing it should be doing. So mm -hmm. that kind of helped me there um, in, in the as much larger school district. So in all of these stints, whether you're mm -hmm. at the Department of Ed and mm -hmm. then going back to being a superintendent, mm -hmm. um, you're on one side of the negotiating table, yes. right? Uh, I know uh, where this question's you know, coming. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> How does someone like you then end up becoming the executive director of the teacher union, which was mm -hmm. really on the other, other side, side yeah. uh, that you were having to deal with, which probably wasn't always, uh, you know, roses and, and mm -hmm. uh, sunshine, right? <laughs> no, actually, I, I have to say, that um, when I was at Steelton High Spire and at Central Dauphin, I worked very hard to have a good working relationship with the teachers and the teacher union, uh, both PSEA representative of, of, uh, in those two schools. Um, I think one of the things that helped um, uh, is to keep a focus on what was right for the child. And it really helps uh, when you have your own children inside mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. public school system, um, you get a very different perspective than if you don't have children inside the school right. district. So um, I could always say, look, I think this is this is what will help our kids. And if I can help you to help them, let's work together to do that. So we had, uh, not that it was always roses, yeah. but we had good working relationships there. And I think um, when the job, uh, when I left Central Dauphin and went to PSEA, I think that's why they were looking for a manager you know, mm -hmm. someone, and, and at least as a superintendent, you were experienced in public schools. So you, you understood the other side um, because you, you've come from that. So um, uh, we worked well there. And I think for the years that, that I spent at, at PSEA, we had made some good progress on win-win bargaining, um, looking at, you know, how do you keep the system healthy mm -hmm. um, and, and still help and, and be fair in wages and, and in working conditions. So well, so when so we didn't we didn't know each other. In fact, we, yeah. just we've spent more time together, uh, in, <laughs> you know, having lunch before our podcast here. Um, but when uh, Tom Corbett, governor, mm -hmm. Republican mm -hmm. governor, yes. said uh, we're bringing in uh, Carolyn uh, Dumaras, <laughs> uh, formerly with the PSEA, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can imagine my eyebrows went up. I, yes, I, know, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear about that. Yes. Quite, quite a bit, but uh, so you ended up uh, going into a Republican administration. Well, I had snuck in before under a Democrat uh -huh. again. Yes, <laughs> um, oh, that's I, right. When I left, uh, when I retired from PSEA, uh -huh. I thought I had retired again. Um, <laughs> Governor Rendell issued a um, kind of a uh, ultimatum that said, you've been complaining about teacher evaluation for the whole, you know, seven years you've been at PSEA <laughs> or eight years. You know, come here and put your money where your yeah. mouth is and let's develop one that not only is, is good for the profession, but we... We were applying for ESEA grants from the federal government, and you needed to have a revised teacher evaluation system that had components that the current system we had didn't have, mm -hmm. which was 
some type of student achievement measure uh, inside uh, that. So I came as a consultant uh, in the Rendell administration, and then when uh, Governor Corbett won the, the election, um, became a permanent employee as the deputy secretary for basic ed. Well, uh, you talk about your multiple retirements, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, then eventually you, you do leave um, uh, the Department of Ed yes. uh, under uh, Tom Corbett. Yes. Um, but I know you have a hobby that has kind of probably run <laughs> throughout all of these, uh, the, the focus on education. Yeah. Uh, what's your, what's, what do you like to do in your free time? Uh, well, people would say my life has gone to the dogs. Yes, <laughs> yes. Know, And that's exactly what I had. Um, when I left, I got very serious about uh, dog training, um, not only obedience to rally, but agility. It's, I used to, um, when I was down in the Philadelphia area, ride horses and compete in, in horse shows and jump, open jumping, um, uh, always riding other people's horses. You know, we were a family that couldn't afford to have your own mm -hmm. horse, so, you know, I would ride the horses whose kids were away at college and show them. Um, but uh, and I really enjoyed that. But when you became a principal and your summers were taken up, you, you couldn't ride, you right. couldn't qualify. So I had stopped riding. And one day I was watching uh, Madison Square Garden. I thought I was looking for the, the horse show. And up comes the dog show in agility. And I see these dogs running and jumping jumps and climbing over chicken coops and running dog walks and, and teeters, you know, seesaws types of things. And I said, wow. I think I can do yeah. that. And <laughs> maybe I could ride them if they're but big. No, <laughs> no. Right now, you know, you have a lot more control when you're sitting in the saddle yeah. than when you're running the right. dog. Yes. You know? And but so a lot more training goes in, and that's what I do now. I, I volunteer at our Dolphin Dog Training Club, uh, where we we teach. Uh, what we call kindergarten puppy camps and um, we have good obedience classes and, and um, for people who just want good pets to people who want to compete and show um, and, and those types of things and also agility so that's what I do now. Well but you, you haven't gone out into retirement again you've been kind no. of sucked back into yeah, things just keep <laughs> reeling you back into <laughs> well and of course when it involves kids yeah. uh, that's always uh, uh, one that's hard to say no to yes. and uh, I know you've been very involved for many years Mm -hmm. in trying to start a charter school uh, in the city of Harrisburg right. that would focus on STEAM. Yes. Uh, so science, technology, engineering, uh, engineering arts, arts math. and math. Thank you. <laughs> you you were, knew I, I was going I, to I, say. You were slowing down, so I thought I'd help out. <laughs> um, and what's been unfortunate in that, it's, it's, there's there's a lot of folks who don't want right. that to happen. Yes. And uh, um, I know that you're you are hoping this la this fall right. uh, that so we're a in. lot of parents. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of parents and yeah. probably the employees that yes. uh, you know teachers that love that freedom right. that comes uh, right. with a, with a kind of a startup and startups. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, obviously the school board has put up lots of barriers uh, mm -hmm. for you and having to spend a lot of legal uh, fees, yes. uh, hiring attorneys to, to fight the, the, the complaint. Yes. It's, it's been a journey, but it's uh, one that we're not going to give up on. Um, it's may take us longer than we would like and we'll miss helping some children because you know we're, we're starting with the kindergarten first and second grade and we had students who had, had pre-enrolled in second grade and now unless we can get permission to pretend we're in our second year when we open up uh, we won't be able to serve those children so it is it's kind of sad and I feel badly for those parents who uh, were looking forward to joining us this past September but well we're I know stay at it that's that's great because I mean this is what's needed uh, and it's really sad because uh, the school board and the receiver and others should be welcoming of these things because I know yeah. you've done your research. You've yes. you've looked at all right. How do we educate uh, kids in urban settings yes. that that's different than the suburb? I yes, mean, it is. We know that, right? Yes, um, I learned that well going to Steel High, coming from suburban uh, Philadelphia. 
and you, um, you you do need to change not only the content and the way that's delivered, but also the the the, uh, the teaching methodologies. And you need to be supportive of teachers and training them uh, in a way um, that has a lot of tricks in the tool bag. If they don't get it this first way, you got to try it some way different. And it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Well, hopefully we can maybe shame the district into stopping spending just, money on yeah, legal fees. fees. Just get out of the way, right? I just please. Yeah. I, we 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 were hoping. Um, <laughs> I guess it's the Pollyanna in me. I was hoping that we could be a demonstration school like Pittsburgh had yeah. one, where you they had a different type of curriculum and they were trying trying to see if this worked for the city. And they would bring teachers in once they found it did work and train together. Mm-hmm. Um, we offered that um, when. Uh, the previous administration was there to say, let us work together. Let's see if, if I'm, I know this works. I've seen it work in other school districts in, in different ways um, of the curriculum and, and the teaching strategies. Let us work together. We'll train together. We, you know, come for free. You know, we'll mm-hmm. train you. And, mm-hmm. and I've said the same thing, and it was hopeful with the receiver. But um, obviously, with her public comments, uh, doesn't seem to be interested in, in working like Pittsburgh or like Shippensburg had a, a demonstration school. And, had, and all over the country, you see people working in public education whether it be a charter or school with a specific focus like ours with steam mm-hmm. or the public traditional uh, public schools you know, i just want to help i, yeah. I just want to help yeah. children <laughs> well uh, i'm going to keep fighting with you uh, however <laughs> i can whatever that okay. looks like and uh, um i think that these are just the important things but yes. you know the the kind of the elephant in the room of course for mm-hmm. a lot of my listeners is yes. how does somebody who worked for the psea the teacher mm-hmm. union that is mm-hmm. one of the primary mm-hmm. opponents of charter schools uh, embrace charter schools and to the extent that mm-hmm. you see them as a real solution to urban education. Well, it's different. When I was at PSEA, we embraced charter schools. Mm. Uh, we were said that, you know, we would like to organize them, be supportive, um, and look at that. Um, I guess things have changed <laughs> <laughs> since I was there. I think that the thing I would say to people, because I've been asked that, how do you come in under yeah. Democrats and stay under Republicans? <laughs> you know, where is your loyalty? I said, my loyalty is the children yeah. and has been um, I think brought more home when my children were in school and I and I was their advocate and understand how important um, education is for them that if you keep your eye on what's best for the child and you make sure that the people who are supporting them teaching them and, and the principals and the support staff in the schools are focused at supporting them and you support those folks then children succeed and children win and that's what it should be about so do you support uh, kind of all choice options that says hey you know Every kid learns differently. No environment uh, yeah. is, you know, so, I mean, do you support vouchers and tax credits and education yeah. saving? I mean, do yeah. you see those as, as vehicles that we ought to be looking at? Of how I think tax uh, credits, yeah. yes. Yeah. I could say I could certainly support that. I'm not sure I could go as far as vouchers because <laughs> Well, charters are kind of, they're essentially well, a voucher, no, right? No, no, well, it, it's, it's a, a different partial, kind of, yeah, yes. Yeah, but it right. is a public school where it's non-religious. True. And um, you're not, you, you, it's a secular school. So I guess I stopped the line that yeah. said secular into religious. And having been, come from a religious school background. Yeah. Well, I know. You told me, and I'm going to out you right here. Oh, you were you kicked dare. out in what, second grade? So. <laughs> Kindergarten. <laughs> the, the, Rosemont, at school, the Holy Child. They, my mother superior thought that perhaps I'd do better in a public school. And, and your hostility towards Catholic schools not, remains. Oh, not no. at all. Not at all. <laughs> I no. supported Father Mahoney from the time I became a superintendent, yes. Well, but these are these are the discussions that I, I want us to be having because yes. because it is. Uh, I mean, I have four kids. Mm-hmm. I know none of them learns exactly the no, same. And no. the environment, I've got one in a 
public high school, another one at home school. I've had mm-hmm. some that use yeah. technology, you know, yes. with cyber. So every kid has a different learning need or yes. environment need. And, and it's the parent's yeah. responsibility and their right to choose where that child should go. Well, we certainly hope that uh, that will come to fruition in Me Harrisburg because it's desperately needed. I mean, yeah. we know we you just look at the the scores, uh, and uh, and that's for the kids that are making it through because yes. we know a lot of kids are just not even making it yep. through, uh, and so we're paying for that. Uh, yes, you know, one way or another. Pays for that. And that's state right. Taxes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, in the programs that have to come alongside people right. who don't have a good education right. and. So uh, we, we ought to be getting this right. And uh, I know as, as, as uh, you've gotten to know some of the folks with the Joshua Group, where I'm, yes. I'm fortunate to serve wow. with, we, you know, we say Wonderful education is the greatest anti-poverty program. So, uh, Amen. And, uh, well, I appreciate uh, what you are doing on that front Thank to you. help the kids of Harrisburg. And uh, I, I hope we have that model that we can then replicate. Uh, Your lips to God's uh, ears. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll join forces yes. and, and get Thank that you. done. So, Carolyn, thank you so much for joining me on Brews and Views. Thank you. Thank you for your interest. I appreciate it. You bet. You've been listening to Brews and Views, a production of Commonwealth Partners Chamber of Entrepreneurs. Find us on Facebook at Commonwealth Partners and follow Matt Briette at M-A-T-T-B-R-O-U-I-L-L-E-T-T-E.